Man, what is going on, everybody? Back at you again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and downloading. And if you only make it this far, thanks for making it this far. <laughs> uh, I just got off the phone with Michael of Convictions. Uh, man, that was an interesting, interesting conversation. Uh, we spoke about their new song, this uh, The Price of Grace, that has recently come out. And it is about uh, suicide. It, man, and like I said, the song itself, if you just, if you were to rip the vocals out and just have it instrumentally, whew, sold. I mean, that's what hooked me before I even got into the lyrics. Then I got into the lyrics and realized that that there was actually a, a oh, wow, that's this is actually for real, for real. Uh, so it's it's really interesting to see and to hear the, the, the backside of, of how things go off like this. So I really hope you enjoyed the show. He's a really rad guy. Um, I learned some stuff that I wasn't privy to as far as like, you know, where everybody's located and, and stuff like that. So it's definitely interesting, uh, interesting to hear. And we talk about the new music and everything that's upcoming for conviction. So uh, just stick around. Hope you enjoy the show. Uh, again, we couldn't do this without come and take it productions and come and take it live. Uh, by the time you hear this, Texas will be 100% open. And so we'll, like every business. <laughs> so prep yourself if you're looking for some music and uh, some 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 metal happenings in the Austin area. Just go to comeandtakeitproductions.com, check on the events page, and just look through the calendar and, and see who's coming down and playing. Or you can hit us up, you know, austintxmetal at gmail.com and ask us any questions. You can go to atxmetalpodcast.com and check out our live shows tab, it's there as well. Um, and then as far as getting a hold of us, it's at ATX Metal Podcast on everything. You can go to almost any any music platform, or I'm sorry, any platform where you get your podcast. We should be there. If we're not, please let us know uh, so we can get there so you can enjoy the show. Uh, again, at ATX Metal Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Uh, Spotify. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere, I tell you. Uh, but again, anyway, um, I hope you enjoy the show. Circles through circles, like my rolling around the room. This fucked up, I'm in denial. Lost in the setting of your silence. Lost in the setting of your silence. They found the note, you left behind. And the lethal dose you took the night. Welcome to the show, Michael. <laughs> How are you doing today? Uh-oh. I may have cut out. I don't know if you're hearing my audio. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm here. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming that was an intro. It, it like went completely blank <laughs> on my end. But this, You I, know what? Uh, I trust you did. I'm not going <laughs> to edit any of that out because it is the most, <laughs> it's the most <laughs> awkward intro we've ever done. But it makes sense because the internet's crowded, and we were just talking about how our computers are old as are as dirt. So it, it was probably just it was probably getting back at me for talking bad to it. So I'm sorry, computer. I'm very sorry. Uh, today we have <laughs> what I was saying is today we have Michael from Convictions. I'd like to welcome you to the show, my man. Um, they they just recently dropped a. I will say this. I'm I'm a recently new fan as surprisingly for most of the people that we chat with, uh, we typically find them on release radars or we find them through 
uh, suggestions through other bands. Uh, that's how we found you guys and how we linked up. Typically, when when bands release songs that have a story behind it, such as Price of Grace, it's hard for me, and, and this is just me thinking out loud, like it's hard for me to call it a like like a banger or a heater, you know, just because the story behind it and the lyrics that go along with it. If you could, man, uh, just just give me a little brief intro about Convictions, you know, where you guys came from, the 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 lineup, like who's missing, who's not here. And uh and yeah, just just I'm 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 a, I'll be a sponge over here just absorbing it all. <laughs> no, I think that's really cool. I uh I, I think it's really interesting too. Uh this is probably like one of my first podcasts here where uh it's almost like an unbiased ear. And I I think that's cool. You know, like I uh I definitely like to pick people's brains and, and see uh what they see in us. I guess that's that's pretty cool. We uh we started in about 2013. At least that's when I joined. They had put out an EP before I joined. Okay. But, uh, but since then, we've uh, we've toured literally all around the world. And uh, since COVID, uh, we've been working on new material, putting out songs like The Price of Grace. Our, our new uh, release here is all themed around true stories. So I, I conducted interviews uh, similar to what we're doing now, just one-on-one. You yeah. Know. I uh, met some people on the road. We've toured so much throughout the last years that uh, we come across so many different people, you know, and uh, they, they all have their own stories and backgrounds. And a lot of them can be really uh, inspiring underdog stories. And a lot of it is uh, uh, based around mental health and uh, survival stories. And so that's kind of our, uh, our new mission. But overall, the, the cornerstone of our band is, uh, is Jesus. We, we are a Christian metalcore band. We, I would say we market in a way to a, a secular audience. Sure, sure. I, I know <laughs> there's this, uh, uh, God, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not this division, but there's like this, there's this, like you said, the 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 sect of, 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 of metal that, you know, I remember the first, and I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong if you know who I'm, the band I'm talking about, but there was a band called Endwell, E-N-D-W-E-L-L, Endwell. And I want to okay. say that's one of the first like Christian metal bands that I got into. Sad to sadly to report, uh, my wife got closed fist dropped uh, because somebody was <laughs> somebody was trying to start their lawnmower in the pit and decided <laughs> that uh, her face looked like a good area to to land a punch. Uh, obviously not on purpose, not on purpose, but it, it's interesting because I had never put. Christian metal like I'd never like I didn't even know for today was a Christian band <laughs> for that just shows you how like much I really didn't pay attention back in the day now it's like okay I'm reading lyrics I'm understanding <laughs> backstory I'm actually you know doing some homework but then again it's kind of like I just enjoyed the music for what it was I didn't really care you know about the message that was being promoted in one way or another, it was just, Hey, I like the music. Uh, so I think it's, I think it's really cool that, that you guys, you know, put yourselves out there like that just from the jump because, you know, religion and politics and music, sometimes, you know, it's oil and water. And then sometimes it's peanut butter and jelly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, I just, I applaud oh, you yeah. guys for navigating those waters. It's definitely challenging, you know? And I, I think kind of like, referring to what you were talking about earlier with having this deep rooted uh, knowledge of, you know, of like the former Christian metal scene where it was 
tooth and nail or, or uh, solid state under oath as we dying, you know, yep. like back in the day, it sounds like, or, you know, uh, now it's, it's a little different. There's not a lot of us. And I think in today's climate, I feel like people just would rather you just be straight up, you know, like, what are you about? Who are you? Like they can, you know, they can see through the BS and why not, you know, if you're going to be about it then be about it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of like where we stand, like, especially with Christianity, like it's not something that you, you should, uh, um, shy from, you know, like if that's what you're about, that's what you're about, you know, and that's, that's kind of our deal and why, you know, why ignore it? And I yeah. think that's, more ad, admirable than, you know, being like, oh, well, you know, like we're, we're Christian when it's con- convenient for us, you know, like that's not. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm from North Carolina, uh, uh, you know, dead center. And when we grew up we, we literally, and, and this is not a shot at my mom or my dad, uh, yeah. you know, but it, it literally, there was this like Christian when convenient kind of thing, but I didn't realize it until I was older. Like, you know, oh, we went to church, you know, when, when times were good or, you know, or when I don't, I can't remember, but I just remember there was this, this on again, off again relationship with, you know, not with religion per se, but just with the church or maybe just actively participating, uh, so on and so forth. But, but yeah, yeah, I definitely know where you're coming from, (laughs) but man, let's (laughs) talk about this. Uh, and that's what I was trying to say in the beginning is a song that that has meaning such as uh your latest release the price of grace as i said it's hard to call it a heater when it revolves around suicide and so right. can you just kind of kind of paint the picture for me on how you how you successfully pulled that off because when i was listening to it uh me and my wife went out for uh one of our first uh kind of lunch dates in a long time and I said, Hey, I want to, I want to listen to these guys again, just to kind of get it fresh in my head. They just released a song. I said, can, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, can you give me some, uh, some critiques? Because it, you know, she's not a metalhead like I am. So, yeah. you know, uh, and we picked up on the lyric, you deserve, uh, you deserve to live. Is that correct? You deserve to survive to survive. That's right. And I just, yeah. kinda, I just kind of like, I did like, almost like a stank face, like, Ooh, man, that is, I was like, Hey, look those lyrics up, look the lyrics up. And so, uh, if you could, man, I, I'm personally interested in, in the story of this, uh, song. Uh, if, if you can share I'll leave it at that. I'll let yeah. you paint the picture, man. Well, I hope we didn't, uh, ruin your lunch date. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We, we were on the way. It's, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's, I understand, you know, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> is behind it. So it's, yeah. you know, I can, I can separate the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, in my mind, I think you painted a picture like picnic table or like <laughs> some type of uh, outdoor. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, sweetheart, we're going to play some metal. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I, I will say whenever, whenever her and I first, first were beginning as a couple, we would go on these tours, um, of our own to different cities and just find a show, a metal show, uh, to go see. Uh, so we, yeah, so we definitely have, so yeah, saying that we're going to lunch and listening to metal for her and I are, are, that's a pretty synonymous. So, uh, but I I definitely can see like, you know, you're got, you got the picnic basket, you got the sandwiches and all of a sudden you just pull out the 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 little Alexa you know style speaker and just <laughs> but anyway anyway uh, I'm sorry I'll shut up now yeah. this is about you no no it was funny I just had to comment that uh, 
So, yeah, no, I think uh, you nailed it on the head with uh, the challenge of promoting this and being excited about it. I've definitely been struggling with that because it's a new sound for us. We're working with a new producer. As far as a band, we're doing new things and I feel we've evolved so much. We have a new member. Like, there's just so many new components to be excited about just as a musician, but also like the conceptually like it's just such a big thing and we're so excited and i want to throw exclamation points at the end of every sentence and <laughs> i want to you know like yo you got a mosh of this like we're gonna be you know like let's get this pissed so, you know like it's it's heavy but it's weird to be like that like i don't want to be over the moon when the subject matter is so close to home and so real and and i don't want to be insensitive to that. So it's, it's, a it's, it's a definitely a challenge, but I think, I think people that respond well to this song know that we're genuine with the, uh, you know, with, with the way we're going about it. Like I, I hope I've only seen like a couple like weird comments, but you know, there's trolls everywhere, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, for the most part, people have been, I, I think really cool because it's like, a real thing that real people go through. And, and so many people have their own experiences with, you know, with the subject matter and we, and we can dive into that. I have no, no problem there. Um, I, I was given like the, the green light by the person that I written it about. So yeah, it's all on okay. the table. We, we can go into it. Like I said, man, this is your show. Whatever, whatever you think I could sit here and ask a hundred questions and be okay, but I may not be asking the hundred and one questions. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. So definitely just, just inform me of everything that you think other fans and followers would, would expect to hear, uh, about, about the new release. And like I said, you can go as far as you want to, cause me listening to that and reading the lyrics or having my wife read the lyrics to me in, in my head, I, 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 I was, um, just thinking just like, man, that's, oof, that's got to be such an emotionally draining situation. A and B to, you know, conceptualize it and put it into music, you know, there's that other aspect and it's just, it's a hard, I could only imagine how hard it is to successfully pull that off. And I personally think that you nailed it. So if you want, I would love to know the story behind it. Um, because remembering someone's life is a lot, it's, 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 it's more uplifting than remembering, obviously they're passing. So take it away, man. Yeah. I think you're definitely, you're asking a lot of really good questions and it's, uh, it's challenging, you know, like it was really difficult. Like all throughout 2020, I would say I had the freedom to write this song because we, we had just, we recorded the song actually pretty recently. Uh, and I had set out to write it almost like a year ago. Okay. And actually it was a year ago. And it was one of those songs where you just like, you know, if you're a writer, like you either you get it all in one day and it's just like one pass, it all comes to you at once. Or if you're like me and you just get little spurts of inspiration and, uh, and then you got to walk away. And for me, that was the case. I, you know, I, I would get on these calls with uh, my buddy CJ who recent, who uh, a year ago lost uh, his best friend who uh, the two of these guys would come to a lot of our shows together all throughout the country. They traveled a lot, uh, much like your, you and your wife, you know, like how you guys would travel and see metal bands. Sure. They would 
they would do that for us. Like Florida, Texas, uh, New York, South Carolina, they, they were traveling all over to see us. And uh, Travis was kind of like a new metalhead. He was uh, new to the game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> CJ was uh, was bringing these shows. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was a really special guy. You know, he was quiet. But uh, I could tell, like, he, he was holding back something. Every time I met uh, would meet with this guy, Travis, you know, he's just kind of that quiet person in the room. And you're like, what, like, what do you got? It sounds like you want to say something, but you're, you're not sure. Yeah. I think my big takeaway from him, you know, losing his life was, uh, maybe he just felt like he couldn't, he couldn't open up or he, or he would have been a stronger man to bury his issues and not, you know, speak up. And that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow, man. Like, there's a, there's such a, like, I don't know the accurate numbers and I feel like they're, they're different all over, but I know just by the, the people that we meet on the road that a lot of men, especially men are taking their lives because they can't express themselves. And there's obviously so many other people that are equally as, as important in that, you know, that facet, but it just really hit close to home, man. Like I didn't really know how to respond. I, I got the call from CJ you know, a few, I don't know, maybe a week or two after it had happened. And I haven't lost anybody to suicide in my direct circle or, or family members. And I, I, all I could think of was like, I just got to talk about this with people. And so we actually just jumped right back on tour after I got the call. And, uh, I started sharing their, this story, uh, on stage, something we do, uh, we try and, uh, stop the show at least one, uh, you know, one part of the show and just share some kind of heart to heart. And yeah, I was sharing Travis's story and, uh, I, I couldn't believe how many people are just approaching us and sharing their stories or their, you know, their afflictions and, and things like that. And I just knew that this is something that we needed to talk about and that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something to be ignored. And so I had all the last year to sit and write and talk with CJ about, you know what? What he was going through, what he how he was handling his grief, and uh, man, he really opened up and shared some very detailed events and feelings. And uh, it's not something I could have just written right then and there. So I uh, I try to keep myself busy, you know, working and you know playing video games, you know, just trying to keep my mind off things. But uh, it was always itching, you know. I was always like, man, I really got to get back to this. But I and I know I should. I'm off today, you know, or whatever. Right. But it's just not, it's just not there. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to write something and it be insensitive or, or it not hit home or, you know, or something. So it took about a year, you know, just coming, coming to it when it felt right. And, and then once I had a, a product that I was, or a piece that I was proud of, then I brought it to the band and, uh, and our producer and went from there. I can, I can say that in, today's era of music making the amount of emphasis i've seen around mental health i mean but just just mental health all around and there was an article that i shared i can't remember the 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 source but it was basically in the effect of why guys start podcasts and it's because 
uh, it's their in a roundabout way. It's their way of becoming closer friends with their bro bros, uh, mm. or it's just it's just another avenue uh, for for men to reach out and uh, kind of get that that more uh, emotional level bond with a friend than they could if they just go to a show or go out to eat or go to the bar. Um, so I think it's pretty neat. Uh, and, and one of the things it was like, you know, us men were talking, you know, fucking bury that shit, you know, take that, <laughs> just, you know, put those emotions away, you know, but yeah. honestly, man, I'll be the first to tell you, like, if I love talking about my problems, I know that sounds really weird and like self-centered, but if you don't talk about your problems, um, or things that bother you, uh, then they're just they one day that something will happen to where the, you know, that you'll you, you'll reach a point of no return and that's man that's so tough it's so tough so i encourage uh people like yourself to you know keep putting the music out that that makes you happy but that also you know encourages people to reach out to you know speak their mind get it off their chest you know confide in someone to to you know get that burden off your shoulders so to say uh yeah i like that it's uh, it's interesting what you mentioned about the uh, the podcast. It, I didn't really look at it like that. But, I, uh, I didn't either. So I read that article and it was just like, like <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, I definitely relate to that. I uh, I I think there's always that part of me that, uh, or always will be that part of me that wants to talk about something real, you know, or be in a real moment, you know, or like sure. Hey, I don't always want to be like that. Or maybe I don't always know that I want to be like that, especially like it's on that work or there's this, that, and the other going on. And I just want to block it out. But I, I always come back to feeling really good and, and reminding myself, like, I'm really glad you opened up Mike. Like, I'm really glad you, you stepped out of your comfort zone there. You learned a lot about yourself or this person. Right. And, and I don't regret it when I, you know, have those heart to hearts with good people. Well, cool, man. I mean, I, I can only assume that that the song is uh, performing. How, how's how's it? How is it being received? Holy crap! You're almost hundred k. Yeah, we're uh, we're really proud of it. The uh, yeah, that's only within a. It came out less than a month ago. Yeah, and it's doing really well for us. Like for us, like we, you know, we're not a major band. Like we're, you know, we're we're not that big. <laughs> so like for us, this is the fastest growing uh song we've ever put out and uh we uh we have our text group and we all text each other each day you know like it's doing this numbers you know it's it's going up it's going up it's really encouraging you know we're a diy band now we do you know like we try and do everything in-house that we can and so it's uh it's very humbling just seeing the uh the response getting it's uh to be honest a bit overwhelming i don't know how to respond to everyone or everything because some people aren't necessarily asking a question they're sharing their survival story or their past you know trauma or issue and where do you go from that you know it's just some people just want to get it off their chest and it's really great to see that you know a lot yeah. of people are commenting and um talking to each other like oh i know what you're going through i've been through that too you know or hey this song really helped me and uh, I've been through this and, and you know, what do you say to that? Like, you're welcome, bro. You know? like, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that's, that's, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, hell yeah, bro. Let's like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's a conversation you have with yourself. You're like, <sighs> uh, 
you know, this is, that's the best thing. That's the best comment I could hope for, you know, but I don't, I can't take (laughs) for that. You know, it's not, it's not my place to, you know what I mean? It's your, it's your experience. It's your, it's your story. And I can't, there's not much I can comment other than like my most genuine appreciation, which is, you know, over the moon. I can't thank people enough for that. That's everything I could ever hope for, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely can see where, where, <laughs> yeah, the, the hell yeah, bro is going to like, you have to thread that needle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think as long as, it, as uh, the thank you does come, you know, ha- has some sincerity, you know, backing it and it's not just the casual, like, oh, thanks man. You know that? Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the scariest part. It's just like, do they know how thankful I am? Because it's, it's so much, but I don't want to weird them out. You know, yeah. and I don't want to, <laughs> they're like, Michael, you- <laughs> no, it's uh, it's literally everything you could hope for. It's it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to have a chat at the merch booth. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of the merch booth, what do you guys have coming up? You guys have a new album coming out soon, right? Do I remember that right? Or do we? Or yeah, single. We, uh, yeah, both. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, uh, yeah. So by the time this is out. The our next single, "The War That Followed Me Home," will be debuted uh, on Checks the twelfth, March twelfth. Yeah, by the time you're hearing this, that that song will be out, and you've already the, enjoyed it. You've reviewed it on iTunes and pre-saved I, it. <laughs> I don't know if you like it or not because it's not out <laughs> at this present moment in time. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm wishing all the best, yeah. and that's all you can do. No, we're. Uh, <laughs> we are very excited we shot a music video for this again diy our bassist and our former bassist worked together on filming this and we hired an actor who's been in can't think of which movies uh but he's done some like really cool cameo stuff and i know that he was on like ncis uh one of those crime drama so he's like the real deal uh, we got an actor in it and we filmed it at my dad's house. Hell yeah. <laughs> <And it's>, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it was a, it, it's a very like high production looking video, but it was done on a shoestring budget. But, what, uh, uh, what's, what state, uh, where are you guys based out of? So the band is rooted in Ohio. That's where I'm from. And two of, our, two of our other members are from, were from Ohio. They recently moved. So we are all across the map now. It's drummers in Colorado, uh, guitar players in Indiana, and our bass player, Arizona, and I'm here in Ohio. Holy cow. So this is legitimately a national band for just, you know. (laughs) Yes, sir. How how does that work? I mean. It's challenging. (laughs) I'm just sitting here trying to like. You know, uh, uh, oh God, what's the guy's name from It's Always Sunny with the, and he's putting up the Mac, uh, or no, not Mac, Charlie. That's Charlie. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what, that's what I have going on in my head right now. Like, okay, we're going to put all these pieces. That's yeah. If if anyone watching is familiar with It's Always Sunny, it's literally just like that. Really like we're, we're scrambling to communicate, you know, we're, we're all like almost all in different time zones and we have to basically do everything via zoom uh, as far as communicating and, and planning, but it's not that difficult for touring uh, just because we're rooted here in Ohio. This is where we practice and write and we leave our, you know, our tour equipment and vehicle. 
what we'll usually typically we'll we'll have everybody fly into Ohio and we'll have about a week of rehearsals before we leave for a tour. Oh wow. So, so everybody I'm assuming everybody's employer or self employers are pretty lenient when it comes to touring for you guys. Uh yeah, for the most part. Uh right now it's a little different because we're probably all working full time. I, I know I've <laughs> yeah. picked up but um yeah, we you know, that's a big challenge of being in a, a touring band is just finding a job that'll be, you know, cool with you coming and going. I work for FedEx, so they I know they always need help and I have family that work there, so it's it's helpful. And uh, same thing with Daniel. He works for uh, Postal Service, so they're pretty cool with him. It's, yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a balancing act, but we make it work. That's cool. I mean, how? Okay, so let's just say you guys are. So, right? How how do you guys go about writing the new album? Um, I guess like, who come? Do you guys come up with the lyrics first, or do you come up with the riff or the harmony or whatever? I mean, how did you guys put this upcoming um, album together? It's a bit of both. Uh, so with this release, since it was all, a, this is a concept release, uh, I put together my interviews. Um, some go back at, at least two years. So it's been a while. Uh, so I had the idea for these uh, interviews for a while now. And so Josh, he does the comp, he'll do all the compositions for our songs. Uh and he'll digitally, he'll send me the demos and we'll go back and forth. Uh, typically what I'll do is bring Josh my song idea lyrically, and then we'll find like uh, an appropriate tone for that sonically. And then from there, there'll be a lot of back and forth. And then that demo will be sent off to our drummer and our other vocalist, guitar, bass player. You know, like if we all lived in Ohio, it probably would be done the exact same way. So it's not, you know, we're in a new era, you know, musicians and, you know, this is how it's done. Everybody does everything over the internet now. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's so amazing. The, not only the amount of music that is starting to just unload itself on everybody's ears, but the, production value I have got to say has gone way up for for I mean the the majority of the stuff that gets sent to us man it's like it's hard to be that person to tell them like hey I'm just letting you know that your music is it's like a five out of ten it's not really doing it for me but if they're proud of it it's I'm I'm proud of that it's like okay you're proud of your music cool but I'm gonna let you know right now you're not gonna sell too many records uh, so hear, hearing all these heaters come out left and right is just, it's so amazing that it can be done as it is now digitally. And I know it's been, do, been, been done for years, you know, prior to, but now it's, you know, everybody's got it down to kind of a science. So yeah. is there any, I guess, whenever you guys do come together, is there any, is there any like awkwardness? Like, Hey, haven't seen you in five months, but, uh. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, you know, like we're, we're like brothers. We've been together for at least the three of us have been together for, wow, close to a decade now. Uh, and Daniel, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's our new guy and he's hilarious. He's, he's young, he's excited, he's pumped. Uh, so it's a good vibe. But yeah, it is that kind of like, I haven't seen you in a while. And uh, anytime we get back together and, uh, as soon as we leave the driveway to go out on tour, it's a funny feeling. We, uh, 
<laughs> I think Zach will play uh, right back at it again from a data. <laughs> and and he he'll flip his shades on and look me like, look me in the eyes when I'm sitting in the passenger seat. I look over him. We both smile and then we're right back at it. It's hilarious. Every time it's like, it's like the, it's like that, uh, that, that scene in, you know, kind of like a, like a rom-com or some, or some Will Ferrell, uh, so where, where he just like gets in, flips the shades down, looks over his partner, like you ready to ride? Like, yeah, let's oh, yeah. do it, man. Let's, let's rock the house. Let's go. Oh yeah. It's um, always like that. So speaking of tours, I mean, now that, so Texas, uh, as governor Abbott, uh, in his infinite wisdom has said that Texas as of let's see, I want I don't want to make sure that I date this right. So May, um, on the tenth, on the tenth is when he said that all Texas businesses can open one hundred percent, and he is removing the mass mandate. And my sponsor's venue has been blowing up with emails like, "We're ready to play, ready to play, Texas." Hey, are we here? Texas is back on the map. Let's do this. Uh, so my question to yeah. you is, how are you guys? going to navigate the waters of touring different states with di- potentially different COVID restrictions per each state? Uh, that's, that's a good question. We, uh, you know, it's, it's pending. We, we were approached to do a Texas festival uh, recently and we weren't sure how to respond. You know, it was like, okay, <laughs> all the way from Ohio and yeah. not do a show on the way, you know, is this going to be okay? You know, or, or is something going to change? Right. You know, the restrictions come back, you know, or, or, you know, so there's a lot of lingering questions and uh, uncertainties and it's, I don't know, you know, I don't know when is it going to be socially acceptable to perform? You know, you, you're going to get a lot of backlash from, you know, like people want, I can't comment on that. I don't know, you know, like, how, how serious it's going to be or if it's like still an issue in certain places or hot spots. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't know. And it's scary to say that, but we, we don't know. We just don't know. And we just have to wait. So that's kind of it right now. It's just a waiting game. And, you know, we're obviously praying for things to get better and, and, uh, you know, hopefully if, if anyone's, you know, trying to, come see us you know we hope it's soon but we <laughs> yeah got too you know yeah i feel i feel like let's see i'm gonna see if i can dig up the uh the current statistics on vaccinations administered as of uh right now johns hopkins is reporting almost 100 did we hit the number yet uh nope just shy of 89 million and we put 20 oh no sorry 20 2.5 million shots in arms today. That's just, again, that's that's just a data from the from the Johns Hopkins that I typically just kind of go to. Uh, but yeah. that's, I feel like the vaccine, not only, because I'm actually a part of the uh, phase three Moderna trial. I was actually given the vaccine and I found out yesterday, as a matter of fact, I got unblinded and I was given the phase three trial vaccine in September. And so I have been vaccinated since September and have felt zero issues. I've had no no runny nose, no fever, no headache, no chills, no migraine, except for after shot number two. That, that, that fucked me up pretty good. But it was only 24 hours. I slept for 14 of those 24 uh, because of the extreme fatigue. Uh, so 
I think that everybody's going to start getting their vaccines and the, and then the natural placebo effect of knowing that you are vaccinated and will put you back into your your normal routine of going to the shows and mixing it up and not being afraid of uh, being within six feet of somebody. But I know that our venue is still going to mandate that their owners, or I'm sorry, their staff, staff yeah, thank you, is going to be masked up, plexiglass still up. Uh, they're going to have seating. Um, so they're going to change things to accommodate a little bit more. But like you said, man, this is going to be one of the toughest things to do going forward. Uh, because yeah. if you do one thing, all of these people over here are like, well, I can't believe you did that. And then if you do the other thing, these same people are gonna be like, I can't believe you did that. It's like, fine, yeah. fuck it. We'll just stay closed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Very challenging. We've never, I mean, this is, we all know this, but this is something we've never. This is nuts. Just been through. This is insane. This is, this is absolutely uh, insane. And, and on top of, and on top of, uh, on top of all that, once things, let's say things do officially 100% open nationwide or globally, hopefully, it's going to, the market's going to be so oversaturated. Everybody's <laughs> going to be on tour. Everyone is going to be on tour. Like, oh. how are we going to, but at the same time, hopefully, and I, I imagine everybody's going to be going to shows and going to cool live events to, you know, get that uh, out of their system. And, uh, you know, are we going to be able to get booked? <laughs> like, man, I you know, know, I know here in Austin, there is just going to be a melting pot of, of things to do once, once they get the green light. And I mean, yeah. even, even I'm telling you like March 10th, there's probably already some, some festival already planned or something. Like that's how fast these people are willing to get back out there. Oh yeah. We were already getting offers for Texas and uh, you, you're affiliated with uh dirty dog bar. Is that right? Uh, yes. That's where we started. Dirty dog bar no longer exists. Uh, it got shut down. It, it did not survive the pandemic. Uh, although wow. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. The location itself did not survive. It got bought, sold something, but dirty dog <laughs> will, will come back sometime, uh, in the near future. But our, our sponsor and, um, tying agreement is through come and take it live and come and take it productions. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah that's, that's our, that they've okay. been, they've yeah. been down with uh, us for shit. Five years. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. They're good. We, uh, I know we've done dirty dog quite a few times. Oh yeah. Uh, I've, I've definitely funny story about that place. Our, uh, our, our, uh, our bass player fell off that giant stage of yours and bro- <laughs> like almost broke his leg. We had to hospitalize him like that. night. <laughs> Oh man, sorry, didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that stage is a little tricky. <laughs> it's a little tricky, and not to mention the load in, load out stairs. A little, little high up. Oh man, the load in, load out stairs. I'm not even in a band, and I hate them. Uh, just, gosh. Yeah, sketchy back there. <laughs> um, let me ask you a personal question. A little sketchy. Where would you personally like to play? We'll just say when, when, when. When everybody feels comfortable and everything's cool again, where would you where would you personally like to go and 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 visit again? Uh, nationally. Yeah, sure, and locally. Let's let's give it because I'm a Ohio. I'm an Akron boy, so I'm kind of curious where a you know where a rock a rock metal band would even throw down these days besides Cleveland, Cincinnati, and like Columbus. Oh, I was gonna flex internationally, but yeah, I mean, I, no, yeah, go <laughs> yeah, do all three: do local, national, and international. Let's go all three. Let's hit the gamut. Uh, gotta flex. No, uh. Uh, locally, 
I mean, I we can't play there anymore because it's uh, I guess they didn't uh, they got bought out or something. I don't I don't know what the another victim. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for Toledo, but Frankie's is like one of my favorite places to play. I've been playing there since I was in high school, but uh, it's like a it's kind of like Dirty Dog. It's uh, it's about two hundred cap room. It's pretty well, small, pretty small, pretty small, but it's got vibe, man. It's yeah. just got got it. Uh, it's a legendary too. Like I guess Nirvana played there, and uh, I think Frank Sinatra played there at one point. Like. I think that's where Frankie's the name came from. I'm not, <laughs> but either way, it's just got that vibe, you know, like you can feel it. I don't know. It's something special. And, uh, it's like one of those night. crowds that you'd rather take some days over the two, 3000 people crowd. You're like, you're like, Oh no, I, I'd almost always choose that crowd. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just like, uh, I mean, it's local, you know, these are, it's our hometown, one of our hometowns now, right. We're all over, but, uh, you know, it's, there's just something different about being in front of like your family and, and longtime friends and, and the new faces that you don't, you know, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you here. You know, it's just got that, like, it's just a good vibe, something that I'll, you, you just can't get anywhere else because it's family. Uh, but, uh, that's definitely dirty yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty dog's a cool bar, but I hope this doesn't upset you, but I, I would definitely choose to play Dallas. That would probably be one of my top <laughs> picks for Conversation over. Rivalry. Just end it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a rivalry or what, but there's I, like again, I could. I mean, I support all bands. You know, I do, and obviously we focus on Texas bands, and I do. Yeah, I do favor my Austin and San Antonio crowd, uh, but Dallas yeah. DFW, they got some heaters up there, man. They got some really good talent. So, um, and also their their music scene up there, as far as venues, yeah. is, awesome. is awesome. Yeah, I. uh I don't know what it is about Dallas. Like since the beginning of our band, it was just kind of like a, a hot spot for us. It, it almost became like a second hometown. Like we, we just started meeting a lot of people from the area and it just felt like another hometown. It's just like a lot of friends and uh, it's always good turnouts for us. It's but, a good uh, halfway point no, too. Really cool. Yeah. And I, I love, I just love being in Texas. It's just a different, uh, it's just a different vibe. Everybody's just, I don't know. It's just, you would know, but it, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a very inviting crowd. We're very, we're very, uh, um, like metal friendly. Yes. Texas loves metal. And that's Fuck yeah, awesome. Parent Tara. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those Texans. I just had to get that out. No, it's, it's real though. You guys love metal. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is about Texas, but I, I'm always happy there. That would be good. Uh, I really like playing Atlanta. I like Orlando. I like LA just cause it's, you feel like you're important when you're in LA and that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> where else? Um, Oh, cameras everywhere. Yay. Like, a, I don't know. Like it, you're just like, I'm going to be a star. I don't know. It's just in the air. It's just that buzz. You're, you're like, like, you're like, I'm in the town where it could happen. So if it happens, it's going to happen here. Let's do this. Yeah. I don't know. We played uh, the whiskey go, go. Uh, a couple times now, and that uh, that venue is historic. That's where like all the hair metal bands like got kicked off, and yeah, that 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 was really cool. But uh, and then yeah, lastly, I internationally. Uh, yeah. It's, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean stuff. to cut you off. I'm sorry, bud. Oh no, I'm just now I'm just gonna name off every city because we just love touring. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Denver, yeah, we're all over. It's just a 
something that we love doing and I, I can't, it's hard to pick, you know, it's like your kids. Of course. Of course. Internationally, uh, we, we do well in Germany. We love Germany. That would be, that'd be cool. Or even Russia. That'd be real. That was probably my favorite show I've ever played. Oh, so. I can only imagine the shows there. Yeah, they were, it was un, unreal. <laughs> I, I saw, I saw a soul fly in a basement in the Czech Republic. Wait, I take what? that back. I saw a soul fly in the basement of a like a like a business, I guess, in the in mm-hmm. the in the I guess center square or something. Me and my wife were just on vacation and um <laughs> well I just I just heard music and I was like, Oh man, let's go down there. We paid how many ever euro to get in, walked down this mm-hmm. really long flight of just cement stairs and it was all kind of like doomy and musky smelling yeah. and and then the doors yeah. open up and there's this massive Massive. No, I'm not. I, I'm overselling this. A very, very large area that was just underground basement of the building, and it was Soulfly. And I was like, "Holy fuck! I'm here! Like, how did I? Yeah. Do, how did I do this?" <laughs> yeah, we've done we've done Prague, and uh, yeah, Romania in that area. Like the when you start going Eastern Europe, it's it really cool because they love metal. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. We did it. It was like a, almost like a catacomb or uh, not a catacomb, but a underground uh, cobblestone sewer kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. In Budapest. And that sold out. And that was, we were, I, we couldn't believe it. Like it was a, when we were headlining in Europe, that was like our first time headlining out there. And we did really well in some random places like Romania, uh, Prague. Uh, I'm sorry, not Prague. Um, we did really good in Romania and uh, Hungary, Budapest, and it, it was just so strange because they're like, "We like this is so unexpected." But then, like in the UK, we struggled so hard. <laughs> it was so hard for us to get. <laughs> You're crazy. It's like it's like okay, we've got these niche little east, you know, Eastern European countries that are all about it. And then, you know, the UK that has obviously more mainstream crossover. It's just like, womp, womp. Like, how does this happen? How does this happen? Yeah, it was really weird. Like, we did good in London and Leeds and Manchester, I think. But other than that, it was really, it was really tough for us. And I I think it's just because they don't, they're so different from Europe, like, very different. Like the way they treat bands in the UK, or at least from how we were treated was very similar to the U S it was just kind of like, all right, you know, when you're playing, here you go. <laughs> you know, like you, you can figure it out. Like kind of a, uh, very American vibe, but, uh, <laughs> Europe is different. Like they, they really love to, um, they're very accommodating and love to treat, treat the people that are visiting and catering and promotion. Everything was very well taken care of it good times yeah europe definitely has their shit together when it comes to throwing parties for music i mean of any of any kind any any genre but specifically metal man they it's that's that's what they do best they know how to they know how to host a party um so i i i I hope that excuse me i hope that the the coming year uh off opens up opportunities for you guys to actually go and accomplish some of those goals overseas um, or even, even nationally. I just, I I hope, I hope everybody's, you know, 2021 plan works out like that. was that's my plan is your plan. So if your plan works, my plan works. So yeah, uh, I, I I just, I I wish the best for, for all the musicians that took one 
you know, took one to the sack, so they say, uh, for 2020 and just everything got shut down. So uh, I'm happy that you guys are, you know, rocking and rolling with your, with your new sound and the new EP coming out. Uh, before we get out of here, any, any final shout outs and also uh, where can, where can anybody find like your merch or, you know, anything like that? Yeah. Uh, so at the point of this uh, release for the, uh, this podcast here, our new release, I won't survive. Uh, you can pre-order it. We're going to have links posted here. Uh, once this comes out, and you can check out the war that followed me home now on YouTube mm-hmm. and we'll have links for everything included. Uh, at the time of this recording, this is not, this is not posted yet. So I'm not sure how to, <laughs> how to, <laughs> what link how to what. sell this, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can find, you should be able to find pre-order links for our new release. I won't survive, uh, available now. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. I can't wait to just cut that out and let it live on its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, if you're listening to this, you would go to Convictions uh, website. You guys got a website? Yes, sir. Uh, convictionsrock.com. Okay. And you can follow that same tag uh, for Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's Convictions Rock. Perfect. And, rock. and then uh, we'll, we'll have... Uh, our YouTube uh, supporting all these videos and releases as well. So basically conviction rocks gets you to where you need to be. If you want to look up some convictions, music and merch and all of that fun stuff on their socials. Uh, Rock. Yes. At convictions rock. Well, man, I, uh, again, it was very nice to meet you. Uh, I'm glad that we, that we got together. Uh, I was honestly excited whenever I got the, got the message it's it's just it's intriguing to me as this you know it's just low level podcast in the middle of tech you know north texas not i mean northern central central northern texas god i don't even know where i live but <laughs> uh, but yeah i just uh, i just i appreciate your time uh, i know that everybody's time is valuable these days uh, especially when it comes to making music so i appreciate you taking the time to uh have a little chat no it was my pleasure thank you for having me all right, brother. Well, again, like he said, you can pre-save. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can go and pre-save the music that's out now. Uh, so, <laughs> at the time of this, <laughs> at the time of this recording. Uh, but no, I highly recommend uh, the Price of Grace. Definitely, it's got uh, it's musically. Man, the sounds, the notes in there, just the way the guitars are. Just, just go listen to it. Just go listen to it. I, I highly recommend it. And then they also have a new album coming out and another new single and the music video and all kinds of other fun stuff. So if you like Convictions, stay tuned. They got some stuff coming up for you. Uh, so thank you very much, Michael. And uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch, man, especially if you guys come out towards old Texas. Let's go. Thank you. All right, brother. Have, have a good day. Hey, you too. All right, bye. What happened to brothers forever? You said we'd grow all together. I'm reaching out to the heavens Can you hear my voice? How can I live on knowing that this was your voice? I will carry Your memory Until the day that I die Yeah!